This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app. We're known for being polite. So we give you a chance to talk too. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. And Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Well, good morning and a happy Friday to you. My name is Al Dukes, and when I speak first, that means Jerry's not here, because Jerry's the leader, and Jerry always speaks first. Uh, I don't know where Jerry is today. He's not hosting today. He's not doing anything with Rutgers today. He's lazy. He could be lazy. (laughs) Actually, I think he has something to do with his kid, one of his kids. Uh, So, uh... Mr. Peter Schwartz joins me. Good morning, Peter Schwartz. Good morning, Al. How Good are morning. you? I'm doing very well. You're in your Islanders hoodie. Yes. And I'm feeling like there's a lot of the local teams around here just doing a whole lot of nothing. You got the Devils stink right now, mm-hmm. right? You've got your Islanders stink right now. Well, I wouldn't say they stink. I would. I would say they were on the receiving end of some unfortunate circumstances in the first two games. And you've got the Brooklyn Nets stink. Like, we've got, yeah, we were all stink. excited about having five playoff teams, right? There were the three local hockeys, the two local basketballs, and three of them absolutely stink well, right I now. Well, I still resent the fact that you're saying the Islanders stink. Well, they're 0 2. Well, they're 0 2, but it's not like they got waxed in the first two games like the Devils did, like, you know, manhandled, like the Nets are being manhandled by the Sixers. The Islanders probably could have won both of those first two games. So I still I resent that. Well, here's the good thing for the Islanders. They're coming I will, home. Exactly. I'll give you that one. Because the Devils lost two games in the Prudential Center. Yeah. That's stupid. And the Nets are losing in Brooklyn. They didn't just lose. They got waxed. They got waxed. They gave up, what, 10 goals to yeah. and, and scored, what, two goals? Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's not good. That that's that stinks. You know, yeah, you losing stink. losing four three in overtime when you get hosed by the officials throughout, you know, sixty something minutes of hockey the other night, that doesn't stink. Well yeah. it stinks, but it's not that they stink. So as I glance take a glance look over here, Peter, and I see uh I like to look at the you know the, the sports daily schedule is a lot going on yeah. right now. So I'm looking tonight we get Hurricanes Islanders at UBS Arena. Yes. Their first playoff game there. Knicks Cavs with a uh, series tied at one. Then you got Mets Giants Blue Jays Yankees. So a lot going on. Then tomorrow you get 
Nets, Sixers, Devils, Rangers, Rangers. at the Garden. The Garden is going to be rocking yeah. over the next four days. No doubt about it. You're going, they're getting their first playoff game there with, go up to nothing. Boomer's going to be going wild. Boomer might punch somebody right in the face. At the game. <laughs> <laughs> Especially somebody in a red jersey. Oh, yeah. Somebody, he's, he, just, he might pull the jersey up over their head and just... I know what he's going to say when he comes in. What? You know, well, it's not over yet. Let's I not touch the money. I don't think so. I think he's cocky now. You think so? Yeah, I, that doesn't sound like Boomer. You take me. two on the road, and then you... I, that's cockiness. I'd be very cocky right well, now. Well, I, I, I'd be cocky, but I wouldn't... I don't. I don't think that's Boomer. I don't what? think he'll do. It. I don't think so. Oh, Boomer's cocky. Eddie, you tell him. He, I don't. He is cocky, and he is very sure of the Rangers, right? But he won't say it. He won't say it on the air. He's he'll, he's he'll, capo cocky. Very nice. He'll have a smile, and you'll know what he's thinking, but he won't actually say it. Right. Right. In his eyeballs, in you'll his know. smile, oh, we you'll know. know. He's like, this is probably a sweep. This is like a warm up. Yeah. But he'll say, let's let's not touch the money. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, yeah, he had a still, you know, one shift at a time, one yeah. game at a time. You know, that's yeah. Like, but we don't believe it. Yeah, yeah, Eddie's right. You'll see, you'll see a little twinkle in his eye if you catch it on the TV. You'll probably hear it in his voice if you're in the intimate confines of radio in your car by yourself. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Then this uh, Sixers uh, Nets game last night got a little chippy. There was uh, a lot of like. Protect your balls situation. You know what I mean, Peter? It was like a lot of a, low blows. A lot of low blows. There were uh, like, a, what did they call the James Harden shot to the private parts of uh, Royce O'Neal? Was that a shove to the private parts? That's what it kind of looked like. It was like. a shove and a flagrant two. And Harden didn't think he deserved it. But it, was a, it wasn't like an elbow to the groin. It was, it was like, a, like a push. Flailing, yeah, it was like well, kind of like oh, a flailing flail, arm. Flail of his arm and we'll hear the, we'll hear the, play-by-play highlight of it okay. know, during the updates later. But, yeah, so it was – but I thought the, the Embiid play was a little more egregious. Now, what did he, he do? Well, he actually kicked Nick Claxton in the private parts. In the private parts. But he yeah. only got a flagrant one. Yeah. So he What's did, the and, difference? And he didn't get, he didn't get ejected. Because the flagrant, flagrant Hard two got ejected. gets you thrown out immediately. Yes. So Embiid did not get ejected. And now, he stayed in the game. When you looked at both of these, which did you feel was most egregious? The kick? Well, no, the kick. But that got the lesser penalty. The hell's it got going the, on, I Peter? don't know what the officials were looking at. To me, Embiid, with a direct shot to the ball. Shot. You gotta I, was be careful. To, I was trying to think of a, a genius way say of that saying way. it. Nut shot. Yeah, nut shot. Uh, I, even James Harden after the game, I loved how he. I loved the wording he chose. He he called them privates, private privates. area. Said uh, that he wasn't going for the private area. It yeah, but you could say you weren't area. going there. You yeah. still did it, right? So a lot yeah, of I them, thought Embiid should have been thrown out. You do, yeah. It seems like it, it. They should have both probably been thrown out. And some people are saying that Harden got thrown out because they didn't throw Embiid out earlier. And it was I, like a makeup, you know, in baseball or call. football, and you get a makeup pass interference call. I, you see it in hockey all the time when oh, the you officials, do. oh, the officials miss one, and then two minutes later, something not even as severe, yeah, and they realize that they messed up a few minutes before, and they'll do it. Well, that's what some people are saying here that the, they gave the Harden because it was a shot to the private area, and they should have probably thrown out and beat earlier, so they threw out Harden instead. Yeah, I. <laughs> I don't know how Embiid didn't get thrown out with yeah, the first one. Yeah, very strange. 
Now, Mr. That's Jones, a lack of respect when somebody does that. The NBA is a lot of – here's what I've noticed about the NBA. There's a lot of uh, groin shots and using your legs to har- try attempt to harm other people. Stomping. Kicking, stomping, grabbing of the ankles. We're very focused on the legs in the NBA. See, I, I think if leg. I was fighting somebody yeah. – like if I was fighting you, yes. for example, like I, I would just want to use brute strength. I wouldn't want to do anything that would like – See that—that that to me is just unmanly. To, to right yourself. when you go right, exactly. Yeah, to, I just want to punch you in the face. Yeah, That's like what to I me, run. I would go for a shot to the privates if I—if somebody came at me was much bigger than me and I was at a very bad disadvantage, like a, a mugger on the street. Right. I'm not gonna—I got no problem going for a shot. But if uh, if we're uh, playing a pickup game of basketball or yeah. touch football and you and I get into it, I'm not gonna harm your private parts. I'm right. going to go mano y mano. Let's take some headshot swings at each other. You know what I'm saying, Peter? Right. I think it's fully acceptable in wrestling. Pro wrestling. Pro wrestling, oh, yeah. yes. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Everything goes. Eye gouges, uh, nut shots, foreign object if you could hide Chair to the, the back of the head. Oh, chair to the back of the head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah all that. All that goes. Mm-hmm. The referee will warn you, but they don't really enforce anything there. Yeah, well, sometimes the referee doesn't see it, so it's they legal. They don't see it, right. That's true. A lot of times the referees are... They're distracted uh, by somebody in the corner. Yeah, Lou Albano. <laughs> Captain Lou Albano's in the corner, keeping you distracted. All of a sudden, you don't see Iron Mike Sharp load up that... <laughs> Iron Mike Sharp. <laughs> load up that arm thing and then whack! Well, you're bringing up the tomato cans. Oh, I love Iron Mike Jose Sharp. Jose Luis Rivera. Jose Luis Rivera. I think S.D. Jones. S.D. Jones. Special delivery. I was Jones. at, I was at a, a, a W, <laughs> at the time, WWF. Yeah. Uh, like a house show at the Coliseum. Yes. Uh, years ago. And S.D. Jones comes out. He wrestles some match, whatever it was, who it was, whoever it was. And then later on, like an hour later, there's another match. And a, one of the wrestlers didn't show up. The PA announced, the ring announcer goes, hey, we welcome back to the ring for the second time tonight, S.D. Jones. He should have been like, I'm, like, I already. I'm exhausted. I already lost the match. I got. That was Pharrell doing a little play-by-play yeah. WWF style house shows back in the day. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, uh, Charles Barkley, uh, he had a message for the children, um, Peter. He told the children, quote, don't hit them in the private area kick them in uh don't don't hit guys in their junk kick them in the junk kick them in the junk because that's allowed apparently so you can kick you in can. the junk but don't hit them do not hit them in the junk kick them in the junk sounds well, like a song i guess kick them in the junk think about it down if you think about it I, from from the person who's doing the assaulting yeah i would say you'd probably rather kick yeah. the person because then that means there's no Hand handling of the junk, right? You got like you're not you're not applying your hand on there. Correct. You're just applying your 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 shoe. Yes, right. Because uh, you won't even feel that. There's no skin to skin contact. Right, right. So I think if you're the assaulter, you'd rather you'd rather do the kicking. Right. That's where I would agree with Charles Barkley. Yeah. Plus in the NBA, that seems allowed. Kicking, uh, stomping, uh, grabbing of ankles, that sort of thing. That's all allowed. So I don't know what's going on with the Nets. They're down three zero now. And this game tomorrow night, where is that in? Brooklyn? Brooklyn. I guess it doesn't even matter. And that's over. It's over, right? Yeah. You think a sweep city? I think that's a sweep, yeah. They even, I mean, you could even tell they're putting it on at 1 o'clock. I mean, like, <laughs> we don't even care if this is in prime time, <laughs> <laughs> this Nets game. Is Evan still going to these games? I got to think he is. I mean, you have I would the tickets. Think so. Right. I mean. You claim to be a fan. And I think, too, 
for fans who would love to see an NBA playoff game, but maybe it might be a little too expensive. Yeah. I would think a lot of Nets fans are going to be dumping their tickets yeah, for tomorrow. I remember even yesterday, uh, before this game last night, Jerry was looking at tickets and they were not crazy for to to go to a game in Brooklyn because I guess, like you said, like they even the Nets fans are like, we're losing this uh, one. Unless, of course, you have a lot of Sixers fans that want to make the short trip. That could be. And we'll be willing to pay. Right. But I, I think you probably get in for a good price tomorrow. Yeah. Unfortunately, it takes place in Brooklyn, and it still requires <laughs> you to get there. I'm thankful the Islanders don't play there anymore. Yeah, that that's a rough uh, in and out of. It was um, it was a nuisance to go see the Islanders play there. Yeah. They played a whole season out there? They played multiple seasons there. Multiple seasons? Yeah, until they announced they were building UBS Arena, oh, okay. and then they split games. Yeah. So what's that atmosphere going to be like, UBS Arena? They're into oh, it? I think it's going to be wild tonight. I can't wait. I can't That's wait. a 7 o'clock start. 7 o'clock start. I think they're going to have, um, starting in the parking lot, there's going to be a plaza thing set up outside with, like, you know, food and drinks and stuff, like, at 4. So they're asking people to come early and uh, take part in that. Bobby Nystrom's going to sign autographs. So it's going to be it's going to be wild. Is this, I, a, is this a situation where Matt Martin needs to... Knock somebody out early. Let's oh, I get, hope so. Get the crowd into oh, it. Well, he tried to do that the other night, yeah. and it worked to a certain extent. But, yeah, I mean, that, that's the one thing the Islanders have done really well in the first two games is they is, is they applied the body. They've been very, very physical in the first two games. That has been no question, and that will continue. And I think it really has to continue in a bigger way right off the bat tomorrow right. uh, tonight because, I mean, you're down 0-2, and the Islanders have gone like 22 straight playoff games without leading after one period. Uh, that place will be a, an insane asylum if they can somehow grab the lead and, and have some have a really good first 20 minutes. But I think it all comes down to physical play, and I think Matt's going to be a big part of that. Obviously. I remember, uh, I don't know that this has happened recently, but I, I do recall times when NHL games would start with a fist fight. Like, let's just start with a fist fight. Oh, it's happened. Right? It happens. Yeah. There's actually been times where teams have had a fight in the pregame skate. Perfect. You like that? Yeah. For this, you're down 0-2. You're coming home. The fans have got to get. It's a Friday night. We're going to be drinking beers. We're going to be watching yeah, this, hockey. We're going to be seeing guys fighting each other. Discount beers at that plaza party. Discount beers in the plaza. Yeah. Then you go in, get your extra expensive beers in the arena. Yeah. And let's watch some fights. Before the faceoff, right before they dropped the puck. And Carolina's not happy about they lost Teravinen in the second game because oh, it was right? a slash. He's got a broken hand and he's out. So they're they're a little gonna be a little upset about that as well. I saw up. a dude get slashed the other day, take seventy five stitches and roll right back up. So I don't know what that guy's problem oh, is. Oh, it was a broken hand. Actually the the Islanders didn't get a power play at all in game two. Carolina got six, but Carolina had a right to be upset because that was a slash on JG Pajot and he didn't get called for it. That broke the guy's hand. So it's been a physical first two games. Wrap it's, it up, glue the stick to it, and let's go. That's what hockey let's players do. Let's get these two do. wins at home, get this thing even, and go steal a game in Carolina. There you go. That's all we're looking for. We've already knocked the Nets out, so they're out. Uh, Devils, they're going to be out. There. But at least the Rangers will move on. And Knicks-Cavs up in the air right now. I think Knicks are still going to win the series. Okay, I the hope Garden's so. going to be rocking tonight. Actually, they're at the uh, Cavaliers tomorrow night, I believe. No. What? The Knicks are home for two games. What? What the hell am I doing, Peter? Hold on. We'll edit this out, Peter, when it goes to uh, Knicks. I want to make sure that you don't want uh, Boomer and Geo to see that. Oh, man. I put that on my show sheet incorrect. Damn it. Damn it, Peter. Four straight nights of playoff sports at the Garden starting tonight. 
This is what you know. Here's the problem. You this have the right was, time though. Eight thirty, yeah, right? This was my problem. Yeah. Here. I'm doing one of these cut and paste situations because mm. there's every night there's like a a different what like these local teams are off. These local teams are on. These are off, and I'm doing a cut and paste jobber, and I'm just changing out. Oh, the the uh, the day and the time. Yeah. Did not look at the where the game is. Ah, uh, see. But I got the other ones correct, so I'm pretty good. No excuses. Well, <laughs> I did make one excuse. Cut and paste jobber. Hmm. Do you think Sometimes I need you to try s- to take l- the easy way out. Do you think I need to send a correction to my show sheet I would list? say so. You would, right? Because otherwise I look like a fool. Yeah, and you don't want to look like a fool. I don't want to look like I don't want Because you'll be get made. ridiculed on national television I don't need and to radio. Be, I don't need to be made a fool, Peter. No. Not here. Even not though you now. were the fool for making the mistake. Well... I prefer to make you make a mistake, you move on. Hey. It, happens. it happens. It happens. It's going to happen. God knows I've made my share of mistakes. It's going to happen, Peter. Is uh, We're here every day. It's going to happen. It wasn't egregious error. It was a slight error. Slight error. Let's slight say- error. So you, were just, you were eight hours driving time away from one venue to the other. That's all. Yeah. So here's the thing, Peter. I'm going to take a break here. I'm okay. going to uh, send a corrected show sheet out to everybody. Uh, and then when we come back, we got to talk about this Max Scherzer situation because I'm angry it's at the Mets. Sticky situation. Fan. That's a good one. I see what you did there, Peter. Yeah. We'll do a little Yankees. I've got a couple of NFL, actually more than a couple of NFL notes. And uh, back to the locals in the playoffs. And then Boomer and Gia will be here at 6 o'clock. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This for you, Peter. Love this. Billy Joel. By the way, this is a new record that came out today. was released. It's uh, Billy Joel live from the Great American Music Hall 1975. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know there was a new album coming out. Well, it's old. It's new. It's, it's new, new, but, but old. it's old. What's old is new. Yes. Listen to this. Come on. Come on, Peter. Mosh. This is for uh, the Islanders. There we Shout go. Out a little to the psychedelic. Yeah. Billy Joel. Got to tell you, this 1975 concert, there's a lot of songs in here I've never oh, heard I'm of. I'm getting this. I am and the entertainer. That's, that's you, Peter. This is off of Street Life Serenade. Yeah, is that right? Give me some other songs. No, the long hair. You want a couple other ones? Sure. Off this live record? Yeah. 
Uh, here's one that you might like. Root beer rag. Yeah, good job. Also, also off of Street Left, or is that Turnstiles? I think that's Turnstiles. Okay. Here's my favorite off this one. Everybody, Everybody loves, loves you now. Yeah. Is this Cold Spring Harbor? Or? That's Cold Spring Harbor. I think Billy Joel's got uh, the show on right now. He's like, cool, no. my music's being no, played. Not. You don't know that. He might be a warm-up show listener. He might have turned him off because Jerry. Might be at here. the motorcycle Mr. shop in Oyster Bay. Mr. Joel, if you are, DM Al. <laughs> or call ID on the hotline. And I don't mean sour shoes call up as Billy Joel. I mean actual Billy Joel. Come on. All right, Peter, that's enough. It's enough of your nonsense <laughs> with Billy Joel. I didn't ask for it. You offered it to me. By the way, a very uh, alert listener reached out to me during the commercial break and said, uh, just for the sake of clarity, Joel Embiid did not actually kick the Nets player in the groin. His foot hit the upper inner thigh of the left leg. However, the act was clearly intentional and reckless and could have resulted in a groin shot, thus worthy of the flagrant two. That's from a very alert listener reached out. Well, that might be the clarity of it, but I think the intent there was to kick him in the nuts. That's what he's saying. The intent was there, but he didn't actually get a nut shot. It was inner thigh. So... It's kind of like uh, attempted murder. Yeah. Is it actual murder? No. I, th- I have to go back and listen to the soundbite, but I think Nick Claxton said in the soundbite that he kicked him in the groin. Well, Nick Claxton's probably trying to get a little sympathy. You know what I'm saying? They're getting their asses kicked, Peter. <laughs> I don't know if you heard. Hey, and their this? balls, too. And their balls. What's this? I'm very confused by this Max Scherzer situation yeah. right now. Uh, what uh, do you just want? one point. of It is on Root Beer Rag, Street Left Saturday. Good job, Eddie. Pretty Instrumental Root, ba- Root Beer Rag? Say again. Is it an instrumental track? Yes. Yeah. Nice. I'm annoyed by this Max Scherzer situation. So am I. Because I want some clarity. I need clarity. I need someone to step up and tell me, was this just uh, sweat and rosin? Or was something else going on here? Because Max Scherzer sure is acting like he's just going to eat this suspension. No problem. I appeal. No, I don't appeal. Uh... Buck Showalter, as Gio pointed out yesterday, seemed very lackadaisical in this. Uh, he didn't seem to be making much of an argument. So what is going on here, Peter? Well, what's going on is that, like you said, you're looking for some clarity. Yeah. So the rosin bag that's on the field, yeah. he's allowed to use that. Yeah. So when he gets thrown out of the game and he talks to the reporters afterward, he's talking about, well, all it was was rosin and sweat. Mm-hmm. So... They kept telling him to go wash his hands. He washed his hands in front of an MLB official. But now apparently some of the rosin he was using, or maybe all of the rosin he was using, didn't come from the rosin bag. Apparently it was in the clubhouse because and I'm gonna play this I'm gonna play this cut at, at six thirty with Boomer and Geo. Yeah. But Ken Rosenthal was on some internet show yesterday internet. and explaining that while the rosin bag is legal, there are can be a situation where the rosin is not legal. Oh my gosh. So the rosin that's not the rosin bag mixed with another substance creates a foreign substance, <laughs> and that's how he got suspended. You're telling me Max Scherzer's using a foreign object rosin? Different rosin? <laughs> a foreign object. Yeah. But no, you're but saying it's a different the, rosin than the rosin on the mound. Right. The, ro- oh the rosin is not 100% necessarily legal because if you take the rosin and you combine it with another with another substance. thing, yeah, it it creates the the clumpy th- substance. And the, the umpire said after the game, and it was in the statement yesterday, 
that his hand was so much more stickier yeah. after the third inning than it was the first. But to your point, they what they put him through the other day was nonsense. Like, if they were going to throw him out, why didn't they throw him out the first time they saw it? They kept giving him chances to wash his hands. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. And they knew where he was going to put the rosin on. So, like, I, I don't understand why they put him through the three innings of grief and then threw him out. If they deemed it right off the bat that it was a foreign substance, why didn't they just throw him out in the first inning? But then what do you? What does he do now going forward? He's using what now? Because he can't stop his own sweat, and they're allowed to use the rosin. So what do we do? What do you do? Well, you're going to have, have the, the other umpire. Now, if, if, if this umpiring crew went to the extent of throwing him out of the game, you know the other umpiring crews are not going to look at it because they're going to say, right. well, look, if this one umpire crew threw him out for this, they're going to look for it. Uh, maybe Max Scherzer should just hit the first battery faces right in the face and go, oh, I got no control. I got no <laughs> rosin. I got no sweat. Maybe that'll solve it, Peter. I think Major League Baseball has to clarify the type of rosin that you're permitted to use. Yeah, and if they have rosin you can't use, then don't have it in the clubhouse. Like, get it out of there. Out of there! I mean, this is weird. I, I just, mm. there's so much gray area in it. Yeah, it's very gray, Peter. It's like a gray area. <laughs> well, I don't area. even know if rosin is gray. but I'm just saying the area itself is gray. I believe rosin is white. White. A white powdery thingy bag. But if it's going to be applied... You have to make sure it's being applied in a legal manner because yeah. now you've opened up this whole can of worms sure where, you know, you don't how – do, how does any pitcher know what's legal and what's not legal now? And by the way, if I'm facing Max Scherzer as an opponent manager, I'm calling him immediately going, oh, I think this guy's got sticky stuff on his gloves. You don't think the – Sticky Dodgers, stuff. Sticky you don't, stuff. You don't think the Dodgers may have given a little advance warning to the umpires to – Oh, is that right? I, I didn't think of that. I'm just wondering if yeah. maybe the Dodgers had some intimate knowledge of that. But he's uh, taken the 10-game suspension, which for a pitcher means uh, they misses two starts, right? That's pretty much how well, it depending, works. Yeah, I guess depending on how they work it out, maybe it's two starts, maybe it's one, you get days off. So. Yeah. So, But, yeah, immediately upon, I'm being, uh, you know, if I'm the next time Max Scherzer is on the mound and I'm the opponent, I'm being Billy Martin with George Brett's bat. <laughs> the fights are. As soon as he strikes one of my dudes out. Check his uh, fingers. That ball had a lot of movement on it. Get him out of the game. Uh, but if the fine got reduced, that's why he agreed yeah. to drop the appeal. Yeah, but I don't. It, the whole thing's fishy. Fishy or not fish, fishy, Peter? Uh, Jerry and <laughs> I do a, do a segment on here called Fishy Not Fishy, where I present you a topic and you tell me whether there's something fishy going on or not. And my fishy not Ooh, fishy, 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 fish. Yeah, we have production for it. Yeah. Uh, my fishy no fishy today is the Max Scherzer situation. Fishy not fishy. It's fishy. It is. It's the, one of the fishiest things I've ever seen in my life. It is the one of the fishiest. That guy said his hands were one of the stickiest. This is one of the fishiest. We, you know, what you, should, you should do. You should. We should go get some rosin. Uh huh. And we should try and sweat. see and sweat into the rosin mm-hmm. and see how clumpy it can be, as like a little test drive and, and see. Well, this is what Max Scherzer had on his hand, and you deem this to be. Legal or not legal. Well, the other thing is, we don't know Matt, Max Scherzer's diet, and your diet will determine what's uh, sweating out of your pores. Maybe he knows the proper things to eat to have stickier sweat, thus combining with the rosin. You know, everything is uh, everything is uh, scientific these days, Peter. Right. So we know, hmm, if I have asparagus, my urine will smell and my sweat will be stickier. <laughs> and then when I pitch, 
I'll have a better, stickier substance, stickier than that umpire's ever felt before. We can get a good sweat in one of the studios here. You just turn up the temperature yeah, all the, the way heat. up, get really good and sweaty, yeah. and go get some rosin and put it on your hand. Let's let, let's see what this is really all about. But I'm with you, uh, Peter. If uh, this is a fishy, no fishy segment, and it is uh, fishy. Very fishy. Very fishy. Uh, Brandon Nimmo's going to be mic'd up for Sunday Night Baseball. Now, that's a good mic'd up. Yeah, I like that. That's this. a good mic'd up. Now, they said they're going to have conversations with him in the field. Yes. Like, so he's going to be out playing the field. And, and he has a microphone. Yeah, I've seen that before. They do that every Sunday that night. seems distracting. I'm not 100% into it. I think it could be enjoyable depending on the personality of the player. I saw this item the other day. I don't know if you saw this too, but apparently when these players get mic'd up and they do these in-game interviews, yeah. did you see that they're paid like $10,000 I did it? see that. Yeah, ten k. Now, here's my feeling on that. If you're if you're paying Brandon Nimmo, whatever it is, ten thousand dollars, and you are the announcers on Sunday Night Baseball, you don't need to thank him when it's over. No, because he's already been thanked with ten grand. Been paid. So, like my, like I'm wondering as a play by play person, how would you get out of that interview at the end without saying thank you? Uh, how about this? Enjoy your ten k. Enjoy your ten k and uh, enjoy the rest of the game. It's <laughs> just that you, we go enjoy your ten k. That, that plays, and then we just move right into the play-by-play. That's it. That's, That's it. it. No thank yous because you're getting paid. It, to me, there's no reason to thank the player. Which is great if you're one of these players that's uh, not yet making uh, millions and millions of dollars. Uh, then that's cool, $10,000. Right. But the problem is they, they're going to want to talk to guys that are making the big bucks. And then what's this $10,000 even? I mean, at that point, if you're the player, you could do the right thing and just take that 10K and donate it to charity. There you go. And I would do that on the air so that I get some credit for it. the Boomer Science and Foundation. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, and this, uh, by the way, I know you guys are paying me for this, just so you know, I'm immediately donating this to charity for the children. That would be the right thing to do. That's the right thing to do. Great point. Why do they need $10,000 to do an interview in the middle of the game? Well, they got to give them something. They got to give them a little little incentive for getting yourself mic'd up because there's otherwise there's no, there's no... There's nothing in it for Brandon Nimmo. The only thing he could possibly do is say something stupid that somebody takes as sexist, racist, uh, or too arrogant or something that's going to screw up his life. Hey, you got to give him a couple bucks. That way, if he says something so stupid. So you think if they give them the $10,000, yeah. <laughs> they say, okay, we'll do this, and I'll make sure that I don't say anything stupid. No, but no, he but he knows, hey, uh, at least there's something in it for me. I'm getting some cash. Because right. if there's nothing in it for me... The only thing that is in it for me is I say you end up saying something stupid in the heat of play, okay. and then I'm canceled. Would you Would you want to do it if you were a major league baseball player? And they said, there's, "Let's say there was no ten thousand dollars." No, if to there's, it. Uh, yeah, because I like attention, like Eddie says. You okay, know, I probably yeah, it would be cool to, yeah. to be on TV and talk to the announcers in the middle of the game. <laughs> let's take a quick break here, Peter. When we come back, I promised you some Yankees and NFL notes. Yes, please, which I do have mm-hmm. on me. And they're correct. I double-checked them. You didn't mm-hmm. cut and paste those? I did not cut and paste okay. those. I uh, I typed those out myself. And then Boomer and Gio will be here right at 6 o'clock. Welcome back to the warm-up program, Peter. It is uh, New Music Friday here. I played you some uh, new release Billy Joel. Yes, I enjoyed it. old that. Billy Joel. Yeah. It's a new release. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is new Foo Fighters. Come on! It's pretty good. I like it. They're going on tour. I might go to this and slam dance. I like Foo Fighters. 
That Dave Grohl seems like a pretty cool have guy. They, uh, have they determined who the drummer is going to be? Uh, they may have. I have not seen it. Uh, so, but uh, I'm sure they have determined who the drummer will be. I'm sure they're in rehearsals right now as yeah. we speak for this massive tour they're going to do. So good for the Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters was a big, big favorite of David Letterman. Yeah, David Letterman loved he Foo Fighters. He loved them. They were on his last show. Yes, they did that amazing montage when they played uh, their song. I forget which song they did. And, and when he came back from his heart surgery. Yeah. They cancel tour dates to come yes. do a, a song on a show. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, I love Foo Fighters. They say one of the great remaining American bands, Foo Fighters. I would buy that. Yeah, I right. Agree with that. Absolutely. Who else? Yeah. Who else you got on that list, Peter? I don't have anybody on that list. I mean, that's still putting out great new music. It's really no. There's really. There's probably not a current artist, like a new artist, that I would probably go to see in. In concert, a new my artist, kid, yeah, yeah. Like my kids want to go see Ed Sheeran, yeah. So uh, that would that would be a possibility. We were going to go see The Weekend when he was supposed to open UBS Arena, the first concert. Then he canceled that tour. Oh, was that right? Yeah. Um, I walked past I, Ed Sheeran here in the hallway one day. You did? Yeah. I went to go into the back to get a coffee, and here he comes walking down the hall. I acted like I didn't know. I said hello, but I acted like I didn't know who he was. <laughs> I want to feel like a regular pair of person, Peter. <laughs> Plus, he probably said like. Mm, bald guy in his fifties. No yeah. idea. He's gonna have no idea who I am. Yeah. Safe here. I can just walk past, right past this dude. I I think like as far as going to concerts, I would still go to see the same people I went to yeah. go see twenty. I would go see Billy. I would go see Bruce Springsteen. I would go see the Pat Benatars, the Hall and Oates of the world. You know, you like play. the nostalgia. You like yeah. to know you're gonna know and see all the hits. There, I would go see you too. Um, the one the one guy that I wish I had seen in concert, and I don't think he's touring anymore, is Bob Seger. Like yeah, he he's, he's done. He's done. I'm with you I on that. I always wanted to go see him, and I never had a chance to do it. Same here. But, yeah, so, like, yeah, give me the old guys. More, I, I from now on, Peter, I'm only going to see people who are in their 70s and up. I would I, I would just, I would edit that to say anybody old, at my age or older. Okay. How old of, uh, how old a man are you? 55. 55, right? 55 Almost 56. By the way, like. When Mick Jagger was 55, we were making fun of him for being old. Now he's like 80. <laughs> like, really? Think about We were making fun of the Rolling Stones yeah. for being old in the early 90s. That's yeah. a long time ago. I'm trying to remember. That's probably when I saw them at Shea. Yeah. Well, it, well, like, they put out that Steel Wheels record. That's in like what it was, Steel 89. Wheels. Yeah, I Shea. That, I think that came out in 89. But even then, we were like, Rolling Stones are still putting out a record? The heck's their problem? <laughs> old old farts. By the way, Peter, speaking of the 1980s, yeah, my love of 1980s oh, yes. uh, baseball and, and all these things. Uh, yesterday, Pete Alonso hit a home run, uh, his ninth of the season, yes. and he passed on the Mets all-time home run list. He pi- He passed... Dave Kingman. Dave Kingman. Oh, I love Dave Mets Kingman. legend. Mets legend. When I remember, now I'm sure this didn't happen all the time, but in my head it happened all the time from watching This Week in Baseball. When Dave Kingman would play at Wrigley Field, and you're like, he's going to put one on the street. That was The guy was a monster. He used to launch them over the bullpens at Shea into the parking yeah. lot, which is now City Field. Yes. Um, but he was, I mean, I, I could tell where like Met fans loved him because obviously I'm not I'm not a Met fan, but I always like you. Oh, you had to watch it when yeah. he was up. He's one of those guys where he was probably going to strike out, 
But if he didn't strike out, he was going to hit a home run. Correct. And when he hit a home run, there was there were no doubt about it. Do you think Pete Alonso knows who Dave Kingman is? I got to think he knows a little bit of Mets history now. Where they're like, hey, you passed Dave Kingman. He's like, who is that? I think he probably does. I hope he knows him. I think there are probably players that if you mention you know, obscure players like Dave Kingman, and I didn't mean to insult him by saying obscure, but just you think you know where I was going. Yeah. Uh, but I'm sure there's players who would get called up to the Mets and did something that Dave Kingman did, and they probably wouldn't know who he is. I would think at this point Pete Alonso does. I would, I would be surprised if Pete Alonso did not have um, a, a really good grasp on Mets history at this point. Yeah, what is weird, and I've seen over the years, and it's been many years now and working with Boomer, when we get some of these younger NFL players on and they're chit-chatting before we go on the air, you know, during mm-hmm. a commercial break, they seem to have no history. <laughs> like, legitimately, no history of, of the NFL. Like, zero. Like, so many players, and it's weird, it seems to be wide receivers in particular, they didn't watch growing up. They didn't really, they played, but didn't really watch growing up. So they don't know any of these guys that used to play the game. It's kind of strange. I, I think it's, imp- I, I think it's important not only for the players that play now to know the history of the teams they play on, but like if you have younger fans, yeah, like I know, like my kids know the history of the teams that they root for. Like I, even though they've never seen players play, they if you bring up a former Met, you know they'll they in know. all likelihood know who it. They know Dave is. Kingman. Uh, yeah, I think they don't. They'll know Dave. I think more so the you know the the eighties, yeah, the, the good teams yes. on up. I think they would recognize. But I, I I I think if you mention Dave Kingman to my kids, they probably know who it is just from sifting through the Mets media guide. Man, I need someone to uh, get a hold of Pete Alonso and just say, hey, that's pretty cool. You passed Dave Kingman. Huh? You familiar with him? Hmm? I hmm, bet you. Peter? I got to think he does. He just comes so. off as the guy that would want to know everything about the franchise. Yes. I hope like so. Anthony Volpe. I'm sure he knows everything about the Yankees. Mm. He grew up a Yankee fan. You think he knows who Brian Doyle is? No, he doesn't. No, I know who he is. No, he doesn't. By the way, what do you make of this? Uh, I kind of liked to see this of Giancarlo Stanton. He Mm -hmm. seems pissed that he's hurt again. Yeah. And I appreciate him sounding pissed and speaking up about it and saying that uh, of his latest injury, it's unacceptable this often. There's guys to fill the role that'll do just fine, but at the same time, it's my duty and responsibility to be out there. And he seems very bothered by this at this point. I, I listen. I appreciate that too, as as a fan of the yeah. team. And like, I've been hard on him since he came to the Yankees. He's always hurt, but when he's in there, he's productive. So I appreciate that that he that he feels that way. And yeah, I don't know what he can do to prevent that from happening. Some guys are just injury prone. Yeah, it's it's just weird to see guys that are physically, like, just put together in every imaginable way, and they get hurt. And then other guys, uh, Babe Ruth was a big fat guy. I never, listen, I don't think there was sports radio around back then, but I don't (laughs) recall them ever talking about Babe Ruth's injuries. Could you imagine if sports radio was around? I saw Babe Ruth eating a sausage in between innings. It's unacceptable. Right, sports radio back in the whenever he was playing the twenties. What is that? Twenty seven yeah, Yankees. Joe from the Bronx. Um, yeah, they, the Yankees got to fire the strength and conditioning staff. They don't have a strength oh. and conditioning staff. It's nineteen twenty five. People calling <laughs> and complaining about. Listen, I'm not going to pay more than ten cents to get into this Yankee game. It's not worth it.
I gotta get my get in my Model T Ford and drive there. I gotta pay for parking. By the way, I, I stay can't... home and watch the game on. Oh wait, no, yes, it's yeah. invented yet. It's not available yet. <laughs> By the way, how about IKF playing center field yesterday, making two beautiful catches, and he had a hit. Actually, got his first RBIs of the season. The two so, RBIs he yeah. got himself. Right, so a blind squirrel finds a nut once in a while. Ah. I think that was pretty good. I thought he played great. He said he had, those were two great catches. Now, yeah. I know Aaron Judge also makes great catches out yeah. in center field. So there, there's a big competition now out there. Who will be the Yankee center fielder, oh, I, I, listen. I don't know. Nice that IKF contributed, but, you know, all right, now take a seat. Sit him on the bench. I'm talking about Judge because IKF's in town now. No, no. By the way, uh, there was some buzz uh, about, uh, and I thought it was really just Craig trying to kick up dirt. You know, it's Craig tries, uh, Craig Carton tries to stir it up. Yeah. And he was uh, talking about uh, the, that the San Francisco 49ers were in the mix for Aaron Rodgers. And we all are like, this is just Craig stirring it up. Tiki Barber yesterday also referencing the 49ers being in the mix for Aaron Rodgers. Not we, happening. You don't think so? No, it's coming to the Jets. That's what we think. Well, first, first of all, listen. I now uh, have two. Respect, I now have two FAN hosts. One of them who played professional football, saying it. With all due respect to both of them, the Green Bay Packers are not trading Aaron Rodgers to a team within their own conference that has aspirations of going to the Super Bowl. That's fair. Peter. Not happening. That is fair. He is going to be. A New York Jet. If you say so, Peter. I don't know. I saw Tiki Barber. I saw Wearing Craig number Carton. eight, opening day, either MetLife or somewhere else, Aaron Rodgers will be a New York Jet. If you say so, Peter. Yeah. Let's do a quick sports minute here. I've got Amy Lawrence talking about Steph Curry. I actually couldn't think of his first name. <laughs> Steph Curry and the Warriors. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Welcome back. Just another minute or so with Mr. Peter Schwartz before Boomer and Geo get here. I was all excited for, I love a uniform change, Peter. Mm-hmm. And I, oh, the Arizona Cardinals are changing it up. They're going to get new uniforms. They put them out yesterday. They look exactly like, like I don't know. If they would have just showed up in those new uniforms, no one would have even known they changed anything. And it, the, the hype, it didn't live up to the hype it of their not. social media. Did you see how they announced no. it on social media? So they said, uh, open up, open the case. And it was a scene from the show Deal or No Deal where the girl opens up the yeah. case. And in the case, instead of the, the amount of money, was we're getting new uniforms. But the- So I was all, you know, I'm always interested in jerseys and stuff Me like too. that. and. Complete disappointment. Yeah, very disappointed. WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1 New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.